0: are you rich enough? You know, it might seem like a, a funny question to ask at Christmas time because, you know, this this is a time of year that we like to do special things for people, special gifts, or have a, a big holiday meal with lots of family and friends, or, or maybe do some traveling, go down to Florida or someplace. So what are we talking about when we talk about being rich and are we rich enough? You know, we can be talking about money and stuff, our relationships, our health, talents and abilities, career, there's there's many different ways we can be looking at this. But for today, let's focus on money and stuff. And so, think about this for just a minute and ask yourself if you're rich. Now, I suspect that most of us, at least around here, would probably say, no, I, I'm not rich. To, to be rich, I'd need to have, to, I'd need to have a million bucks two million bucks um you know you know pick a pick a number but maybe you you'd be thinking well i'm comfortable or you know i'm just a little short and if i had just just a little bit more nah, i'd be comfortable i'd be i'd be good you know well opinion polls reflect that most of us would respond with well i could use a little more i could i could use a little bit more so the interesting thing about the question of being rich or being comfortable is like a moving target. For instance, if you were making, say, twenty-five thousand dollars a year, then if all of a sudden you went to fifty thousand dollars a year, then you'd be rich, right? And you can stretch that out. And so, if you made hundred thousand dollars a year, then two hundred thousand dollars would be rich. Or go into these millionaires, and you know, if you had two million dollars, well, five million dollars would be rich. You know, it's just. So being rich seems to be just another one of those carrots in life that is just out of reach. And I I thought you might be curious to know that when we look at statistics, the median median income in the U.S. is $34,000. Now, median means that half the people in the United States make more, half the people in the United States make less. So it's a little more uh, meaningful, I think, than the average income, which is around $50,000. Now, the estimated worldwide median income is $9.7,000. So here in the United States, we're roughly four times richer than the average worldwide person. And so we are rich in this country. So let's just take a, a, a quick moment and reflect on these discussion questions. Are you rich? Or maybe you prefer to think of yourself as comfortable. Are you comfortable? And then, what would you need to be rich or comfortable? Let's take a moment and think about those. Now, many of us are probably thinking, "I really don't care about being rich. A little more would be nice, I suppose. But I'm okay. I'm okay." Well. I think probably all of us have known someone who's highly motivated by more money. I mean, that's, that's what they're all about. Well, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Well, listen to this. In a study on what people would do for money that was done by uh, Aureen Field, Fieldman Hall <laughs> of Cambridge University, they investigated what people said they would do for money versus what they would actually do for money. And they found there's a big difference. So they asked this group of people if they would hurt somebody to get money. And, and to, to set up this experiment, they, they set up an electrical shock. And so every time the person would push a button, another person would get a shock, and they, they had it on camera, so you see them jump, right? Well, 64% of the people in that study said they would not hurt somebody for money. Well, that's, that's a little disappointing right off the, right off the bat, but um, anyway, 64% said they would not hurt somebody for money, but in reality, 96% pushed a button to get money and they would get about $2 a push and they could get up to $20 and the average I think was around uh, 10 to $12 that they would, they would push that button five or six times to get money. And it wasn't like a huge amount of money, it was just some money. And the link to that study is, is below. It's, it's, it's an interesting study. Now Jesus says this in the Bible, we hear this in Luke chapter 12 verse 15. He said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions in stuff. But friends, have no doubt about it Satan is sneaky he will be whispering in your ear it's just a little shock Uh, two more bucks push that button push that button and and we do We, we do push the button and Satan tells us other lies he's he is chipping away at us all the time and so Jesus tells us be on our guard against all kinds of greed now it's Christmas time, and we all want to be good people and get our family and those special friends nice gifts, right? Well, sometimes our spending is ends up being more than we can afford, whether it be credit card debt or or, or just robbing the sugar jar or or w- whatever way we do it. So we that's another way that we we're greedy. We we we. we chasing more than than what we can afford. Now there's a, another study done by onepoll.com that was published in the New York Daily News. In the title of this study was 10 evil things that people will do for money. And this was this is kind of ugly actually. 6% would commit murder for 1 billion dollars. 10% would enter into a sham marriage for a hundred thousand dollars. Ten percent would punch somebody for one million dollars. <laughs> and here's this one's kind of funny. Twenty percent would flash somebody for ten thousand dollars. And it gets worse from there. It really does. Um, and and again, that link is at the bottom of your screen. Uh, if you if you want to read that. Jesus tells us, be on our guard against all kinds of greed, because Satan is always on the prowl for a weak spot. And so now let's pause for just a moment and reflect on this discussion. Questions: What would you do for a million bucks? And if your your first thought is, well, I, I wouldn't do anything. The, we, we watch Family Feud sometimes until we can't stand it anymore. But anyway. Watch Family Feud and see what those people are doing for just a few bucks. And uh, it's like, I'm sorry. I, it doesn't even sound good to me, but, but that's what they're doing. They're, they're making money. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying there's an example. So anyway, back to our discussion question. What would you do for a million bucks or would you go on Family Feud to win that money? Well, what can we learn from the Bible on this? I, you know, I think sometimes when we're in church, we tend to think that being rich is a bad thing. And you know, you hear people quote the Bible as, money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Hear these words, they come from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So, the love of money is the real issue. Caring more about money and stuff than loving God. Chasing that carrot of more, more, more is the real issue. Now, Jesus said this is recorded in Luke chapter 12, verse 34 For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's true. What we value. That's where our heart is. Now in Genesis chapter 12, we hear the story of Abraham. Abraham was a, was a very rich man, and God asked him to move to the, uh, to the promised land, essentially, and um, leave, every, leave where he was and take everything he had and go someplace, and he would bless him with very much more. And so Abraham was a rich man and he got richer. Now Solomon, who is the richest man in the world, said this in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, starting at verse 18. It is fitting to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil that we do. Likewise, to all whom God gives wealth and possessions, and whom he enables to enjoy them, that they should accept their lot and find enjoyment in their toil, because that is a gift from God. That is a blessing from God. So Solomon helps us to understand that our riches and our stuff are a gift from God for our enjoyment. But there is a downside to being rich, it's it's like a trap. Hear these words from Jesus as recorded in Luke chapter 18, verse 24. And Jesus looked at him and he's talking to a rich young man and he said, how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Now, there's a reason that Jesus tells us that. It's not that having riches is bad. God gives us our blessings for free. And then he expects us to use those riches generously in the kingdom of God to help others. Now, the apostle Timothy, I think, says it real well. This would come from 1 Timothy chapter 6, starting at verse 17. And these are Paul's words to Timothy. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and to not trust in their money, which is so unreliable. And anybody that's invested in the stock market knows that. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all that we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always being ready to share with others. And by doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation, as that good bedrock for the future, so that they may experience true life, that true happiness that comes from being in a relationship with God. God calls for us to share our blessings with others. But when we love money more than God, when we get caught up in that endless, more, 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 more downward spiral, we're unable to share generously. And that's why Jesus talks about rich people in the eye of this needle. Because we can't be chasing the carrot of money and stuff and still be generous with others. So hear some of these key phrases from that. Encourage those who are rich in this world to not trust in their money. Use your money to do good, to be rich in good works and generous to those in need, and then store up your spiritual treasure as a foundation to experience true life. You know, what I found interesting as I was reflecting on this was, when we think about those words, it's interesting to see how well that ties into the true meaning of Christmas. As we wrap up this message, would you please say these words with me? God has blessed me with more than I need. I am rich. But I will not trust in my riches, but in God who richly provides. Because I have more, I will give more and do more. Through Jesus, we are rich. Our cup runneth over we don't need to be trapped by this desire to chase more and more and more because we are God's holy and adopted children, holy and precious in his sight. And now for our final discussion question. Are you rich enough in good works, and generosity, in your spiritual treasure? I've shared some thoughts about how we can get sidetracked from, from God by chasing money and stuff. What do you think? God gives us the everlasting promise of being with us forever to fill us with a love that keeps on going. Are you searching? Are you struggling? I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to get together sometime so we can chat about your thoughts, your doubts, God. Or maybe you know someone or have a friend who's hurting and struggling. We'll share this message to them, suggest that they reach out. I'd love to talk with them, and we can explore together how Jesus loves us so much and is just waiting to help us live into a relationship that fills us with peace and hope. He cares for our welfare and promises to be with us always so that we can be full of joy and have that awesome divine sense of purpose and enjoy that peace that passes all human understanding. Feel how he sustains us in a troubled and broken world and helps us to make a difference with those around us and now for our prayer challenge spend that five minutes in each each day squeeze in a few moments or spend more and ask yourself be honest are you struggling with the desire for more and more and more and then ask God for help to find that help, healthy balance so that you can enjoy the blessings that he has given you and still be generous in good works and riches towards others and be storing up that spiritual treasure. Talk with God often. And try it. You'll like it. And I pray that the awesome love and care of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, to helps you to grow in peace and hope, to be able to stand up in confidence in a lost and troubled world, to develop wisdom and discernment for caring for ourselves and for others. Amen. And check us out next week as we enjoy our message about the candle of love. The candle of Jesus coming to show us the way in just a few short days God is great amen and let us pray dear Heavenly Father we thank you so much for your message of love and care for us and giving us guidance on how to build up spiritual treasure so that we might have that peace that passes all human understanding In that everlasting life Lord we thank you so much for that and we pray that you reveal the awesome power of the Holy Companion the Holy Advocate in each one of our hearts so that we can feel the warmth of your love and see the light of your truth we pray these things in Jesus Holy Name Amen and friends feel the awesome power and presence of the Holy Spirit this day as we're forgiven and adopted as God's holy children open your heart and feel the warmth and blessings of his love God gives us that everlasting boost that we sometimes need to get back on track. Amen. I'm really glad you stopped in today. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Maybe you'd like to talk about your thoughts, your struggles, or about God, or maybe you have a friend. We'll share this message with them. I'd love to talk with them. Um, You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. You can always use the Calmo Connection Card online at CalmoChurch.org. Forward slash connect dash with dash calamo. If you're struggling or you just want us to pray for you, we'd love to pray for you. Our prayer team is standing by at prayer team that's one word at calamochurch.org. Would you like to support God's ministries, God's work at Calamo? If you choose to support our work, we thank you, thank you, thank you. You can support our ministries by either mailing a check to Calmo Church at 1475 South Ione Road, Vermontville 49096, or you can go to our website at calmochurch.org forward slash giving and click on that magic PayPal button. Any way you choose to support God's ministries at Calmo Church, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a blessed day, have a blessed week. I'm your neighbor Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. And bye for now.